I'm Sam here for a quick one brought to you by Movie Night Autopsy. Today, Disenchantment. Disenchantment is the new Netflix animated series created by Matt Groening. He's the mastermind behind The Simpsons and Futurama, two of the possibly best animated series of all time. And all of part one, or I guess season one, is available to stream as of this recording. The show follows the escapades that three contrasting travelers find themselves getting into in a somewhat traditional sitcom fashion. Usually it results in the restoration of the show's status quo by the end of the episode. In this way, it is comparable to both of the creators' other major works, as The Simpsons and Futurama both follow the same episodic patterns. Where status quo is established, it is disturbed by shenanigans, and by the end of the episode, it's going to resolve back to the status quo, and they're going to do that again next week. On the surface, this show looks to have a lot more in common with the latter work of Mr. Graining, even featuring voice work by Joan DiMaggio and Billy West of Futurama Alum. But it's an oversimplification to just say that this show is the, f- is the fantasy version of Futurama. The world is vast, and it's often beautiful. The designs are creative, if at times repetitive. The voice acting is serviceable and often fantastic, but this is a young world in its early stages of development, and it shows the more non-central characters we meet. The core cast of Bean, Lucy, and Elfo, voiced by Abby Jacobson, Eric Andre, and Nathan Faxon, respectively, they make for an entertaining core, and they establish a foundation for a great dynamic. There's some particularly strong support work done by Mighty Boosh and IT crowd alum Noel Fielding, Matt Berry, and Rich Fulcher, the last of which also serves as a writer. And while the first episode is a bit of a slow burn, by the end of the second, the main dynamic has been established and we're ready for medieval fantastical silliness. The middle episodes of the season kind of serve as guinea pigs for this dynamic, and by the end of the season we're left teetering on the edge of at least two or three cliffs, but overall, I'm looking forward to season two. I think this, I think that the good of this show is good enough to give it a chance to see where it goes, even though I'll say that the funniest bits are usually throwaway gags that have nothing to do with the plot or even the characters, but hey, a laugh's a laugh, and it still gets pretty funny at times. In terms of Netflix animation, I'd say I liked it a little bit more than F is for Family, not quite as much as Big Mouth, and it's just miles behind BoJack Horseman. Isn't BoJack Season 5 coming out soon? Anyways, I should wrap this up. I'd give this show three and a half fairy prostitutes out of five. This has been Sam with a quick one brought to you by Movie Night Autopsy. What's up, crew? If you got any idea of what you would like for us to talk about on the minute or on Movie Night Autopsy podcast, hit us up on the social medias. You can hit us up on Twitter at movie underscore autopsy. Check us out on Facebook at Movie Night Autopsy. Always feel free to email us contact at movie night autopsy.com.